everybody welcome back to the power of sound i'm giles and i've got mike here with me and today we've got a pretty cool show lined up for you um now we're going to start out with uh, a couple of guests and who, who do we have with us this time mike we got dallas and cullen from appearing audio right on now who who is appearing audio well appearing audio is a brand that has been around since 1999 i believe and you know, they partied like it was 1999 and then got their, right. got their, cut their start. That's right. um, is it coming back to you? It's coming. Um, it's all coming back now. So the, these guys are super cool. I'm super excited to talk to them. They they, they have, are cool dudes, aren't they? They really are. And, yeah. and they have some high end stuff. They have some high quality speakers. They have the voice of God. All that good stuff. And you guys have yes. to wait to find out what the voice of God is. The so voice of God if is you want to know what the voice yeah. of God is, you gotta wait. And and it's not it's not what you're thinking of. So it's not the center speaker for DTSX. It's not that voice of God. This is a different voice of God. So if you're saying I know what the voice of God is, wrong no, voice of God. Don't. You don't That's know. a different one. Yeah, no totally word. different. So, <laughs> so what's going on with you, Giles? How have you been? Um, I, I've been good. Uh, oh, uh, before I get into how good I've been, um, after that, we'll take a look at the Verish 3 uh, book shelf speaker from Appearing Audio and do a quick unboxing and talk about that a little bit. So in this episode, first, we have the chat and then we have the product. So anyway, exactly. but, yeah, but I, I've been good, um, you know, just uh, hanging out here at home, working, you know, I, I'm essential. So uh, you know, I, I'm lucky that way. So I've been able to go to the office and, and get some things done that way. Work from. <laughs> I think your, uh, your house is haunted, buddy. Dude, what is that? Poltergeist. Oh no. Is that for real, dude? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? I have no idea. Dude, you got to keep that in. That is too crazy. No. <laughs> So you gotta keep it in. You gotta keep it in the video. You just had like paranormal paranormal phenomenon go on in your house. It you I, look, it was it was the wind. You look genuinely spooked. <laughs> it's probably one of your kids messing with you. Uh, anyway, so no, I just working. So what's up with me? Uh, just just working. Uh, luckily, I'm essential and I can go to the office when I need to to get things done. So, you know, keep it on, keep it on. Um, yeah. You know, filming these videos and doing the YouTube grind and, uh, you know, trying to make sure that this uh, this podcast and web series jumps off and it's good and trying to keep JDM World going. And, oh, dude, then working on the home theater and uh, you know, that's, that's fun, but man, it, you know, there's, there's just so much stuff to do. I just, I can never get done. It's like, there's always this next thing. Oh, um, anyway, what's up with you? Dude, I had a horrible day today. Horrible, horrible day. Like I'm in such a bad mood right now, but I'm trying to put a happy face on for all our YouTube uh, followers. You're, and you're failing, dude. You look horrible. I, I know. I'm really not, <laughs> I'm really not happy right now. So I'll tell you guys why I'm not happy. So I was moving I'm turning this part of my room into a YouTube studio. 
So I'm moving around furniture, moving around stuff, configuring things in a new way. And I happen to have two floor standing energy connoisseurs. Oh my God. Yes. I, yeah. you're, you're right. I, that's heartbreaking. And if you see behind, <laughs> if you see behind me right here, there's a Moran CR six eleven uh, little CD player amplifier. I used to power. I actually was using to power those. It was and it was doing an okay job powering them. It wasn't. It wasn't pumping them like you know, obviously like an A seven or A eight can do, but um, it, it, it did the job fine. So I was. I put that receiver or where am I? That receiver on top of the speaker, and it was right over here. And I was moving around a shelf unit. So as I'm moving around a shelf unit, I refrigerated my way into the speaker because I'm apparently like a refrigerator and I knock it over. It oh. goes and slam the receiver goes flying, did a swan dive into the, into the wall. The speaker hit something and dinged the, the acrylic, the shiny piano glass acrylic on the side of it. So anybody, please, if you know how to fix this, Comment below how to fix that shiny acrylic on the side of the speaker. Um, Cause I was thinking like it's, it's a small gash, but I was thinking Bondo and black nail polish. I mean, those are my thoughts, but if you guys have any ideas oh, or if this, has happened, if this has happened to you, please let me know because I'm trying to, I'm trying to offload these things. I want to sell them. And now I feel like I can't because musically they're fine audibly they're fine it's just they have a bad nasty gash on the side of it so and i haven't even tried out my receiver because i didn't want to ruin the entirety of my day you know that yeah, i've just been kind of selling things i've been selling speakers and trying to free up some cash to to purchase new things to make the youtube experience better for my viewers on audio architects and for obviously our viewers here on power of sound so it, it, the money's going to a good cause. <laughs> you know, I just needed to offload a lot of stuff that I've just kind of been holding on to that doesn't make any sense to me anymore because recently I purchased uh, some a, a huge set of speakers from Mr. Mr. Guy over here sitting over there. And um, what it, can you tell him what I got? Because I, I have trouble explaining it. <laughs> No, you got some. You got some classic, definitive technology. So the the BP two thousand series. So uh, the from a DevTech point of view, a lot of people feel that the the BP two thousands, three thousands, and then the seven thousands are kind of the the pinnacle of what definitive technology was. So these are the ones with the big fifteens in the side, and um, they're 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 pretty cool. I, I've, so I've I want to tell I want to tell the story on how it all came about. So I went over to Giles's house prior pre um, quarantine and we were geeking out. We were doing some video stuff and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm selling these, like he has post-its on these speakers, like with the price. And I'm like, what, what are you doing, dude? He's like, I'm selling these speakers. I'm like, bro, you love these speakers. You've had them forever. He's like, yeah, but I need to get rid of them. So I'm like, oh, man, I've never heard them, you know? <laughs> so he sits me down and after maybe 10 minutes of listening to him, I was completely sold. Ended up buying the two big towers for the front stage soundstage, the two small towers for my rear soundstage, and a center channel. So I pretty much bought everything he had that he was selling. And I'm like, okay, now I need all I need is a house to put it in. <laughs> you know what's funny though? Um, how people become speaker hoarders because mm -hmm. I was really becoming. 
a speaker hoarder. Uh, you know, when, when you have setups for, you know, three or four rooms, you know, <laughs> you, you never turn some of the stuff on. It just sits there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a disease. I don't know. Did you see that picture I posted on Instagram of that guy's like collection of speakers? Like the wall of speakers? No, it was like the, it was in his living room and it literally it, it was a big living room and he had to have had, I don't know, man, probably like over a dozen pairs of speakers. And I wouldn't doubt it. That's and, I, I don't think that's as crazy as we think it is. I think a lot of people end up like that. But why? Like I'm trying to get I have like a couple pairs and I'm trying to get rid of them because I know I'm not going to use them. Because once you upgrade, you upgrade, I feel. Like, do you really want to keep your other stuff? Like, what are you going to use it for? When well, use it? So, so like for me right now in, in the house, not that this is a lot of stuff, but like I've got my whole, my my home theater set, which is, uh, it's all installed. So it's 9.3.4. So that's, that's a bunch of stuff. Then mm-hmm. I've got, uh, we've got those Kef uh, Q350s, I think it is. And I've got the Aperion Auto Verish 3s. And then I've got a 5.1 set from Start Sound, which is uh, their Lumi. Uh, I've got, um, I've got the that. Platin. You got the platen. Yeah, I've got a platen seven, no five dot one surround wireless system. Um, dude, what else? I, I, oh, just, the the clips are uh, the six. Yeah, the RP six hundreds are, are still here. Uh, and so, and I'm and I'm selling off a, a full Marty cabinet um, from GSG because I'm downsizing to Marty cubes, and I've got that uh, that sealed de novo parts express four cubic foot box that i'm selling there's no driver but i think somebody's going to pick that up tomorrow i'm just basically giving it away um, that's actually the one that i used in my first build video ever that's the one that i built there um so it's a uh, it's kind of a nostalgia you, you should sign it and that should be like people will pay more for it <laughs> if, if anybody wants to pay a lot of money for a box that i built please let me know because i will do it well dude you're you're a sensation bro i i, I am something and sensational. sensational, yes, I am absolutely that thing. So anyway, are yeah, you be selling your Denon by chance, um, your AVR that you replace. I thought you replaced the AVR with a Muse. The Muse. I, I will not be selling the Denon. I might be selling an Accio at some point, but that Denon it will is not is not on the to sell list at all. Okay, sorry, man. Just it's a forty four hundred X, so it's like two models back, I think from what the current model is, but it's, it's still good. does everything. Um, they came out with a 4,500 and then they renamed everything to the, it's like the 3,600 series or something like that. Now I forget. So instead of using the Denon right now, what you're doing is you're using the Muse, uh, the Acurus Muse processor with the Stark A7, right? Well, it's a little, it's more complex than that. So it's the, the, the processor is the Muse, right? And that's, it does mm-hmm. 16 channels. Um, it has no internal amplification and I'm running uh, nine, 13 channels, right? So I need 13 channels of amplification. So the A7 does seven channels and then I'm pulling in six channels from these little inexpensive amps that I bought off of Facebook oh, market. The crowns, right? The crown and the. No, the, the crown is pushing the Devastator and the Behringer is uh, pushing the two Martys. Uh, but I've got. Two, three two-channel amplifiers. They're like little fifty-watt by two amps, uh, pushing other stuff. Now those those are going to get replaced, dude. They're okay. How much time do we have? Okay, we're, we'll we're we have all night, Giles. Okay, we are going to talk about theater upgrades. So in the theater, I, I've got a lot of stuff planned. So 
on the front soundstage, uh, I'm going to be replacing the screen that I have now um, with a new screen that I got from my buddy in China. I got it from Spring, and this thing's cool. I posted up a picture on Instagram, I believe. Uh, but uh, check out the channel. Check out the Instagram. You can see the stuff about that. But this is high-end, super quality. And you should see the box this thing came in. It is like bulletproof, plywood, screws, the whole deal. Uh, so that's going to go up and replace the silver ticket screen that I have there now. Now, I'm going to go behind the wall and scoop out a spot to mount uh, another IWH5. Yeah, that's right. IWH5 from Stark Sound as a center channel. So I've got just a normal kind of on the floor, on a, a stand center channel, but I really want it behind an acoustically transparent screen. So this new screen goes up and then I take the new uh, speaker and put behind that and that cleans up my front sound stage. So I don't have any boxes or anything weird other than just the two towers and a screen and I just have become really disillusioned with having clutter in front in my screen area. I just I just don't want anything there. I just want a screen on the wall. Right? I don't want anything else. Um, so that's going to get me to that point. Um, so that that'll be an upgrade. I've got to upgrade that amplification. Um, now, Acuras is going to send over a six channel amp or rather eight channel amp that I'm going to test out for those guys. I don't, I don't think I'll hold on to that. But for a little while, I'll be able to use it and see how it goes. But what I really really dream of what really is awesome would be an a8 from Stark Ooh. because that dude yeah uh, i haven't seen one of those in person yet um but it's you know supposedly has the same quality as the a7 and the same sound but it's got eight channels it's not quite as powerful but i don't need that much juice anyway super badass anyway but there'll be amplification upgrades there um you know, for subs, I'm going to build that second Marty cube and uh, which will downsize the full Marty to a Marty cube. And I'll have two Marty cubes behind the sofa for near field and then the Devastator with the 21 inch off to the side. But I'll be building another 21 inch from GSG. So it's their, their smallest 21, 21 inch Marty. Uh, and I'm going to put that together and it'll be in Birch, I believe, this time. Uh, so I can see what it's like to build one of their kits in that material. So that'll be coming. And then I can decide, do I want to keep the 21 inch or the two 18s, or maybe I just put a 21 and two 18s behind the sofa. It's a lot of base though. I mean, it's a lot what, of base. You, wait, wait, what are you going to do for your Atmos? Oh, so I've got Atmos. And so I'm you still running six, uh, six, right? Six channels in Atmos. I've got four channels in Atmos. I could go six, but I just don't know if there's really any reason in a home theater of my size to go six other mm -hmm. than I can do it. And it would be cool, which mm -hmm. might be reason enough for me to do it because I can do it. and It would be cool. But to do it, I had to pull two more um, cables from my rack into the ceiling and pulling two more cables is not cool. Although, mm -hmm. It's not that tough. I can, I've got space where I can pull it around and then go up and then I've already got holes up there and then I can pull them down with a, anyway, I could do it. Um, but I, the idea is I'll upgrade those speakers to some start speakers at some point um, down the line. And I, that, that really just comes down to me having time to work on things. And I have found out that I don't have nearly as much time as I would like to have to work on all this stuff. Anyway, there's a lot of upgrades coming. Um, and, uh, well, you know, this is exciting to, to see, to hear a full Stark setup with those uh, two, two Marty cubes. That'll be fun. And a devastator and a devastator. So when I listen to the Stark setup in Gardena and their demo room, 
they, you know, obviously it's all Stark there um, and they're running their two humongous monster sub 45s, which is, you know, the 15 inch sub that has like this much movement on the colon. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. There's a lot of, you know, so it's struck by bore, times bore for the amount of air that's moved. And this thing moves like, I just, it's, it's really amazing. Um, but uh, Lex video one of these days of, the, of that thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. But what I really liked about their theater was their four, uh, Atmos speakers that they had. So they were ceiling mount. They were dropped down a little bit because this is a huge room um, and they were pointed at the main listening position. And it just, oh, the Atmos was so good. I mean, that's when I sat down in that theater, that's what really hooked me uh, on Stark stuff because I, I wasn't terribly familiar with them. But when I listened to their theater playing their high end stuff, oh, so good. Anyway, lots of fun, cool things coming, and there'll be lots of videos about all those things uh, to come. And, and I think maybe the, the next video about Stark stuff that I'll be doing is the the second video for the IWH5 speakers. But I've been delaying because I want that second IWH5 speaker video to be the video where it gets mounted as a center channel in the front. I think mm-hmm. that'd be really cool. And, you know, it's just with all the woes of 2020 that have been ongoing, it's just kind of slowed things down a little bit. Well, just uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the videos. And just for everybody's information, you can find these videos on JDM World, which is Giles's YouTube channel. So like, subscribe, and ring the bell. Ding, ding, ding. So you can find out when he's going to be doing these videos. I'm going to be doing a super secret project. uh, Right on. Unboxing coming up soon. Actually, two unboxings. I can I can say the one appearing on audio. I'm going to be doing an unboxing of one of their situations that you will hear about here in the video. The situation. And yeah, the situation. And I'm going to be doing a speaker cable video, learn, uh, teaching people how to do their own speaker cables instead of going to the store and paying way too much for them. Way too much. And, way too much. And um, I guess when it was all said and done, it actually cost a little it doesn't cost as much but it does cost money to do this but i think it's it's cooler because of the aesthetics you get to pick your own aesthetics and you can have your colors and your shapes yeah. and your adapters and your ends and all this stuff yeah no it's it's cool doing custom um we we need to build some subwoofer cables for me but on one side i need to speak on and on the other side i need banana parts. i already i already have the stuff yeah, so I just need to speak on. I just need to speak on connector. And we can do the. We can do it. We can do the thing. Right. Up. Yeah, I've got the. I've got the speak on connector. So yeah, we, yeah, we should sit I, down and do that one day. I ordered that would be not. a cool little video. I don't think it'd get any views, <laughs> but it'd oh, still it'd be, be a cool video. I haven't seen that many subwoofer make your own subwoofer cables out there. So yeah. So well, let's remember. It's a subwoofer speaker cable. So it's not like the RCA to transport the load level. This is for the high power. So oh. anyway, yeah. So it's not like an XLR cable thing. This is, you know, the it's like it's like a big fat speaker cable because I've got the amps in the rack and I've got the runs in the wall to the banana oh, plugs in the wall. Oh. So I need to go from the banana plug jacks in the wall okay. to the back of the speaker. I'm talking RCA. Yeah, yeah. So I'm this this is this is for high power carrying a thousand watts or something. I mean, it's not a ton of juice, but it's a lot of juice. All right, guys. Well, hey, if you haven't yet, go uh, follow our Audio Architects on Instagram, JDM World One 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 on Instagram. All this stuff's going to be in the description below. Check that out, and we're about to rock and roll with these guys in Appearing Audio, right? Yep, let's do it. Time All for right, Appearing. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Power of Sound podcast. You're here with Mike and Giles. What's up? <laughs> 
What's hey. going on, guys? We have some special guests for you today from Aperion Audio. We have Dallas and Colin. What is going on, guys? How's hey, how are we doing? Good. Ready dude, to party. Right. Let's go. <laughs> ready, dude. Um, thank you for being on the show from uh, Portland, Oregon, right? That's correct. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. How's that? How's your side of the world right now? Because Giles and I are in Denver and we're we're chilling. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's uh, pretty rainy up here in Pacific Northwest, but uh, as always. Yeah. You know, yeah, as clouds, always, <laughs> clouds are nothing new. So well, yeah. I'll tell you what, a good rainy day is always a good day to just listen to some tunes, right? That's of right. course. Yeah. And you guys got the stuff to listen to. I'm like, that's amazing. They're showing all the product in the background. It oh, looks good. It. Yeah. You're surrounded. <laughs> I love it. So guys, just kind of coming into let, let's say you're talking to someone that's never heard of a period. And obviously uh, on Instagram, you guys are hot. You, uh, you guys are trending. I always see your, um, it's crazy. I mean, I don't out. know well, you flip some kind of switch because you know, your you know, your, your presence has always been there, but in the last month or two, oh, that yeah. knob got turned. That's oh yeah. Really, yeah. really cool. <laughs> Dude, it's anyway. wild. I, I should just yeah. post some appearance today just to keep up with the times. Yeah. But uh, so, so for for someone that, that that is kind of coming into the into the realm of, of appearing, you know, like let's say I, I'm I'm interested in picking up some a nice small setup. Not small. I don't have to say small, but a, a good starter setup, something to get your feet wet with appearing without an initial crazy investment. What would you recommend? to the average Joe that likes to listen to music that maybe watches some movies that wants to get into a period. What, what would you recommend for them? I'd say for starting out, uh, you might want to check out our Allaire Bluetooth gaming speakers. Um, oh. it, yeah, it's a two channel, um, basic bookshelf setup. Actually, I've got one right here. I can, uh, uh Oh, here we go. Here comes the product shot. shot. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's see the money shot. <laughs> right. Okay. So our Allaire, uh, it's a little bookshelf speaker that looks like this guy. Uh, comes yeah, in a matte black. Not too big at all. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's got a, a three and three quarter inch woofer. And mm-hmm. then uh, uh, I think it's a three quarter inch tweeter. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, just, you know, pulling specs off the top of my head here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is actually the main unit. It has the two channel amp installed into the backside. And so what you'll see is you've got all different connections. Let me get a good shot up here. We've got a subwoofer out. You can use oh, I it. love it. Yeah, you can use an analog in and then as well as an optical in. It also has Bluetooth. So, awesome. yeah, uh, this is kind of your master speaker. Um, then it has to connect to a passive speaker, which connects just with a simple 14-gauge wire. Sure. Um, Included. Yeah, <laughs> included. All in the low, low price. Um, um, so yeah, those go for three ninety nine. <laughs> it's a great entry, you know, into the Aperion sound quality. Um, we've kind of been getting our sound signature, you know, really dialed in over the past ten years. Um, I, we'll go through all of our speaker lines in a minute here, but um, I would say for starting, you know, if you want to get your feet wet with Aperion. The Allaire Bluetooth gaming speakers are definitely a good place to start. Uh, they fit really nicely on your desktop for your computer. Um, right. I've got a pair in my office here. I've got a pair at my home for my home studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I've My friends use them for their home studios. Uh, my friend Kellen, he's an amazing guitar player. Uh, if you follow him on Instagram, his name is Lick Library. 
Uh, he's got a Lick set library. Yeah. library. Oh, he shreds, man. He's amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check him out. Yeah, and I know this might seem silly, Dallas, but I, I am so excited that more speakers or more companies are putting sub outs on their, you know, Bluetooth and, and smaller offerings like that because uh, sub outs is something I'm I'm really passionate about. I gotta have to, I gotta have a sub with my system. I can't not have a sub, and I see a lot of these powered speakers with no sub out. Mm-hmm. And I was even Googling and I'm like, there has to be a way to, to hook this up to a sub or something. I mean, without like totally like buying more stuff, it's impossible. So that I applaud you for having a sub out in those speakers, especially at, a, at an entry level situation, dude, yeah. super cool. I, I, I want to check those out to be honest. Like, I think I want to listen to those and, and check them out. Cause I, I do a lot of gaming myself oh, and nice. I, I geek out all the time. I don't know what you guys play, but uh, I'm a big <laughs> Rust guy, I love Rust, dude. I, I'm, I've been, it's, it's, it's sick how many hours I've put into the, to Rust. Oh, but yeah. awesome. <laughs> nice, it's gross. He but plays yeah, Rust. He just plays Rust because he can't keep up with Apex Legends or any of the oh, other boy. FPSs, right? You know, because I just, oh, dude, it, you, we play and you know it's just headshot. And he's like, "What'd you do to me, man? What, what are you doing?" I, I think, I think Giles would would rage quit in Rust. He would totally <laughs> rage quit. He'd be like, "Grief, I'm griefed." This boom. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm well, I'm I would do that all the time. I'm more of a platformer myself, uh, but first-person shooters, I used to get down on Call of Duty. That was a lot oh, of fun. Oh, you're yeah. a COD guy, right? Yeah. On. <laughs> that's that's um, cool. You know, I one comment before we move on, and this is uh, this is going to be my industry revelation, right? So uh, for for the episode, so as we look at kind of the the different generation of uh, of customer, right? And this goes back to what Mike was talking about with the subwoofer out and adding subwoofers to your systems. You know, you have a lot of people that I, I consider to be kind of old school and they're like, no, if I have to add a subwoofer, I'm never going to do it. That's not my thing. I cannot, cannot. But, you know, <laughs> like Mike and I, especially me, without a sub, I, I feel like I don't know. It's like I can't breathe. I, I don't know what it is. It's just like the music is just it's just not there. There's never enough low end for me. And maybe it's because I grew up as a bass head when I was a kid, yeah. you know, rolling around with four fifteens in a truck where you cut oh, up yeah. the back and put a camper shell on. And, you know, oh, yeah. yeah, I was I was one of those guys. Right. I got and, my temp in my trunk. Too. <laughs> you know, there, there you go. And so and I, I think that's kind of informed the way that I listen to music as I've become older. Right. So, you know, when I was a kid, all I had was a car. So I jam my stuff in there. But now as I'm older, you know, I've got a home and I build a home theater and all that kind of stuff. But I really find myself feeling the need for, for subs. Um, and that will segue then into, there's my observation. Do you, how do you guys support the subwoofer environment? Uh, I, I know you sell subs. What, what do you guys carry from a product portfolio there? Yeah. Yeah. We got, uh, we got three different lines of subwoofers in our Bravis series. Uh, okay. So we do um, a single downfiring active woofer, and then there's two side passive radiators. So that really controls the bass. It gives you a nice punchy sound, really all the hit you need out of it. There's an 8-inch, a 10-inch, and a 12-inch version, um, and multiple you know finishes in each line uh, or in each model. And uh, going back to our layers, you know, we have actual subwoofer bundles that we do uh, with the Allaire speakers. So you get an awesome subwoofer cable. Uh, you get a choice of a 10-inch or an 8-inch subwoofer to pair with the Allaire speakers in a matching finish. And so, yeah, the sub is also important when it comes to listening yep. to music, especially <laughs> with home theater. You know, if you don't have the sub, you're missing 
parts of your music, you know, you're right. leaving it out there. <laughs> you gotta have it. Even from a gaming standpoint, I, with my sub, I have hooked up to my system here. I can hear someone kind of, if someone's galloping on a horse behind me, mm-hmm. I can hear them coming from a mile away. And I'm like, they're coming, you know, and the whole yeah. room starts shaking. So, yeah. so <laughs> you got to feel someone, the sound as well as hear it, you know, dude, it's so important for, for not only gaming, but for music and for movies, you know, you want to get that full round spectrum of sound. Mm-hmm. Exactly. One way to kind of think of our subs, you know, they kind of, as you get larger in size, it kind of follows suit. So what I like to think of is for our eight inch subwoofer, it goes really good f- with music because it has just enough extension in the low end to really just open up, you know, your musical frequency spectrum there. Uh, when you jump into the 10 inch, that's for like medium sized rooms, I'd say at least 15 by 15, maybe larger And that's a good mix for both movies and music because you get a slight deeper extension, but you also get a little bit of that punch that you still maintain with like the eight inch, Mm -hmm. you know, that quick reaction with the driver. Then as you jump into the 12 inch, it goes even lower. And that's the one we definitely recommend for, you know, those huge movie guys that just I've got to blast my theater room, you know. To the maximum. Um, definitely got to go with our 12-inch sub. <laughs> I see who you're pointing at there. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe more than one, maybe four of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Giles, so, like Giles is a subwoofer fanatic. Nice. Like, he's got it down, dude. <laughs> Let's say our preferred combo, what we got set up back here, is uh, Bravis 10 on one side and Bravis 12 on the other mm. side. So you get the punch out of the 10 and you get all the boom out of the 12. Yep. It's a really sweet combo. Right on. And so speaking of home theater and subwoofers, now you carry three lines of equipment that would be appropriate for home theater, right? And just tell yep. me if I get this right. You've got the Intimus, which is your your starter entry-level kind of uh, set. Then you have your Step Up, which is your Nova set. And then your top of the line is Varus. Is that correct? Is That's that how right. it works? Yep. Okay, right on. Um, so can you talk a little bit about the differences in those lines and why someone might choose one over the other? I know that cost will be a consideration, but from a technology and driver point of view, you know, what what's what's going on there? Sure. Uh, so let's start off just kind of first by prefacing, you know, the, the price point follows the sound quality. Uh, sure. That's, you know, hopefully a given within any... <laughs> Any speaker sure. industry. Yeah, you yeah, don't want to pay a lot of money yeah. for something that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, what I like to think of it as, okay, if you're a guy that's had either a sound bar or a home theater in a box type of thing, you know, that little Sony um, satellite combo, you know, if you're looking to kind of upgrade, Intimus is definitely the way that you want to go. Um, you get those larger bookshelf speakers that actually have like a solid wood cabinet instead of, you know, most home theater in a box situations have just kind of a plastic uh, composite with small three inch woofers, that type of thing. So if you're looking to jump from, you know, the home theater in a box to a true home theater with a receiver and everything, Intimus is the the way to go. Yep. Um, So then our next step up, I'm going to actually flip this over to Colin because it's his favorite to talk about is that center channel for our Novus. Oh, the Novus (laughs) center channel, man. I tell you, I like to joke that I call that speaker the voice of God, honestly. (laughs) The voice of God. The voice of God, man. So I'm a VOG, the VOG. (laughs) Got the VOG. Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, a little bit about me. I'm 
a punk rock drummer of 16 years. So <laughs> needless to say, my ears are Which, a When did crack. you start? When you were like one year old? Because yeah. when, when I saw you, I'm all like, this guy's like 18. Who's this <laughs> kid, right? <laughs> He's really young. I mean, I, I'm only 18, but, you know, it's hard years. Right, yeah, yeah, right, right. No, man, the, the Novus, it's like, it just has this clarity and this detail about it that, you know, the first time I cranked that speaker on, I was just completely blown away because I struggle a lot with male dialogue, you know, like movies sure. and stuff like that. And a lot of people do, you know, they have to crank their system all the way up and piss off the wife with, you know, the wolfers going and everything like that. Um, this Novus Center channel, I mean, it really does superb with with male dialogue and and really all around listening too, mm-hmm. you bring in the towers and the bookshelves uh those have a nice full sound to them we upgraded the tweeters with those with the ferret fluid cooling system so you know honestly we were we, we blasted them in here we were running the marantz um 8012 right we we cranked that thing up to like 87 with the novice towers and it never pushed anything that way it just it was insane that our novice towers were still alive after that <laughs> like, oh yeah wow. and clear it, yeah um one key thing with the novice line uh we wanted to make a strong mid-range presence because there's a lot of um speakers out there that have that smiley face eq dip um sure, sure, sure. so yeah yeah this thing yeah exactly you know, everybody knows you Boost the bass, boost the treble. Oh, what happens to the mid-range? Well, that's why people... What mid-range? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's where you get your snap for the snare drum. That's where you Mm -hmm. get all that male dialogue, Mm -hmm. vocals in general. Um, So that was was one of the key, you know, sound signatures for the Novus line. Um, As you move up, then you get the Varus, right? And obviously, if, you know, with all the good things we just said about the Novus, you're kind of like, well, how much better is the Varus? Well, let's talk about the driver configuration, yeah. right? If you're looking at our Novus Tower, it has two of the five and a quarter inch woofers. Uh, the front uh, slotted port also definitely helps with the bass response there. That um, slotted port is hot, by the way. Ah, uh, yeah, it's cool, nice. right? <laughs> it, it, that's that is definitely a visual statement, right? That's yep. that's cool. That's <laughs> thank cool. you. Yeah, glad you like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as you step up to our Varus Towers, um, let's look at that driver configuration. You've got two six-inch woofers. You've got two five-and-a-quarter-inch mid-range woofers. That alone, I mean, you're getting enough depth, and you're getting that pure mid-range sound that you need for just anything musically and movie-related. Um, right. that's, that's in the mid-tweet, mid-configuration, right? Yeah. Like top to bottom, and the tweeters in between your two mids? Yep, Exactly. Okay. And um, so, yeah, I think the uh, technical term is di apolito or something like that. <laughs> yeah, um, a, a, I always call it a da apolito array. Yeah, I don't know if I'm <laughs> saying it right, but yeah. Exactly. Uh, so then, so one of the cool things with our Varus is we've got our patented tweeter. Um, one of the key... It's special, el- huh? It, it's oh, yeah. super special. <laughs> super special. Um, one of the key things for that is, you know, the engineers, when they went to design that is, um, if anyone's familiar with how speakers work, they obviously rock back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. The more, the further, though, that they rock off the plane, then the more distortion and, you know, other overtones you don't yeah, want to hear. Yeah, because you get the variance in the magnetic field as the voice coil moves through, right, back and exactly. forth through its, mm-hmm. through its motion. So as it gets farther away from the magnet, the magnetic field changes, so it impacts right. and creates distortion, right? It becomes less exactly. linear. Yep, yep, I'm with you. 
Cool. So with our Varus tweeter, it's just a super solid magnet. I mean, if you were to, uh, you can ask customers that we've sent just the Varus tweeter to, that thing weighs about five pounds just by itself. That so, is, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that just goes to show with the, you know, the quality of magnet that is in there to help, you know, maintain that harmonic distortion and all that stuff. So, right on. Now, what's the, is that like a, like a soft dome diaphragm tweeter? Yeah. Okay. Silk dome, yeah. Silk, gotcha. Right on. Very, very cool. Now, while we're talking about tweeters, not to move away from the lines, but uh, you guys also sell something that is, I, I think it's kind of uncommon to see uh, as a, as a, speaker feature right but you sell super tweeters that are those are yep. add-ons that people add on how does that work i mean what oh yeah what what, what, <laughs> what would make me say man i got to get some of these super tweeters um and are they ribbons is that what they are i, I i'm not Correct. sure so what yeah what what's going on with those guys yeah sure uh we have two models for that one is a planar magnetic uh it's a flat copper ribbon tweeter um, so that one, it doesn't need the additional transducer to have the impedance matching. Um, sure. then we've got the upgraded one. Uh, it's our aluminum ribbon tweeter and that Ooh, one, you're starting to talk my language now. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so the aluminum, uh, ribbon tweeter is super awesome. It's got these really heavy duty magnets on either side of the ribbon. And I mean, if you kind of dissect that thing and take it apart, it's, it's kind of, it's it's quite the project in there um right on and so just you know and as i've been you know learning more and more about speakers and how they work over over the years i've worked for a period um aside from my you know uh 20 years as a sound engineer mixing and all that stuff it's just i was blown away by the design that the engineers came up with because you know once you oh so you want to talk about how to hook them up uh, they basically, well, I, yeah, I want to know why someone would, so the tweeters sound awesome and I bet mm -hmm. they sound awesome too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> um, but, uh, the, I guess one question is why. And mm -hmm. the second question is how. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. The why and the how. Okay. The so, how. uh, for the reason why you would want to get those, let's say, um, one good example is the Bose 901 full range speaker. Well, they don't necessarily have that great of treble response. Let's just be honest. And sure. That's a great candidate for one of those, you know, Hey, I need some extra high frequency. I want to hear the sizzle of the cymbals in the drum set, that type of thing. Um, so that's one situation. The other is, um, I don't know, maybe you've got speakers that are 30 years old and the tweeter blew out and you're like, Hey, I, you know, got some solid 15 inch woofers in these ginormous cabinets, you know, let's get a tweeter going and see what happens. That's another good uh, reason. We've actually, we just got a picture in our um, Facebook messages from a guy. Uh, what are the, I didn't catch the model of those speakers, but they were these ginormous. Oh, gosh, yeah. I don't remember what they were. Like, they were electrostatic. Uh, yeah. Like giant oh, some e stats right on. Okay, I yeah, I think they were. Yeah, like twelve or fifteen foot panels. I mean, it was whoa, crazy. Adamant <laughs> was crazy. I'll, we'll send you guys a picture after you can yeah. check it out. Um, yeah, I love it. But it it was funny because when you put our little super tweeters next to them, <laughs> you got this fifteen foot tall, you know, panel. <laughs> but then our little super tweeter. But I, the customer that purchased them was blown away by what happened after he connected them. So the, the why 
ranges from why you would want to purchase them. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, and lastly, I mean, the, the main reason to get them is if you want additional sparkle in your system. Um, and who doesn't want a sparkly system? Hey, there you go. I love mine to sparkle. Yep. <laughs> um, Colin's actually been helping quite a few people too. Um, one option for the super tweeter is you can buy a single unit and connect it to your center channel. And so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That can really help for dialogue and enunciation or people who are hard of hearing. Oh yeah. That type of thing. Sure. No, that makes a lot of sense. And you know, for folks that don't know, uh, really center channel, when you think home theater, that, that is the speaker. If you're going to focus on anything, even, even more than the subs. And I I love Mm -hmm. that center channel. That's where your dialogue's coming from. Most of the time, super, super important. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no worries. So, yeah, I would say those are pretty much the general scope of the reasons why you would want to use the Super Tweeter. Um, mm. The how, it's actually pretty easy. Uh, I actually, with the help of uh, a previous colleague here, we produced a video on how to hook it up. It's on our YouTube channel. Right so, on. We'll, we'll drop some links down for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's pretty easy. Basically, you bounce them off the back of your main left or right speaker. So you don't actually connect the super tweeter directly to an amplifier. Mm-hmm. Um, you bridge it along with either whatever speaker you want to use it with. So you um, wire them in parallel with whatever mm-hmm. channel. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. Cool. And and then you've got a like passive uh, crossover network inside of the tweeter to knock out everything under 5,000 Hertz or whatever it is. Exactly. So it starts at 8K, actually. Um, And we kind of figured, yeah, that's a good spot to, you know, have some good separation uh, between what the existing speaker is already doing, you know, plus then add the super tweeter on top. What we like to tell people is when you get them, definitely experiment because you don't really, it's hard to tell how the super tweeter is going to fit unless you actually crank that knob all the way to 16K and all Mm. the way back to 8K. Sure. And then kind of find the sweet spot in the middle. And, and so that's the, the variable crossover. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, exactly. It's on okay. the back of the super tweeter. That's right the on. fun part too. Cause exactly. you know, I get questions all the time. People are like, well, what's the best setting for music? And it's like, depends on your ears, depends on your speakers, depends on your room. Like you got to really play with it and, you know, see where you find, you know, the best sound. Yeah, I think it so would be. People. It would be super fun to like take take a pair of super tweeters and then maybe three or four pairs of speakers, put them in a room and then use like REW and a, and a mic and then measure the uh, frequency response, you know, before and after. And then maybe at a couple of different measurement levels or, or crossover setting levels to see oh, yeah. what it does to the to the curve. That, yeah. Yeah, that that'd be pretty hot to see how that super tweeter <laughs> impacts the performance of those drivers. Right. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Get some, get some old the attenuation get some, on it too. Yeah, get some old bows, right? It's like the kind of worst case scenario, and then <laughs> make you know something that's pretty respectable uh, that you might not think you need a super tweeter with, and then apply that and just see what it. Yeah, cool. So, Cullen, first and foremost, punk's not dead. That never will be. Never love, will be. Love yes. punk music. So, hey, Green Day is punk, right? Kind dude. of. Uh, sorry, I missed that. What Green Green Day is kind of punk, right? They're like pop punk. 
Possibly. They were. Not yeah, like All right. Like I was, I'm trying to identify with the punk and like Green Day in my head. I'm like, okay, I can get on board with Green yeah, Day. But yeah, that's enough. Like, that's Bay Area sound, you know? Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Here's one cool thing with Green Day is if you're an aspiring musician, Green Day songs are pretty easy to. <laughs> Like I'm more Green Day. You're all like anybody can sing their stuff. That's dude. how I learned how to play guitar. Was, I mean, hey, most you know, punk rock, the worst you play it, the better pop it is. rock, man. <laughs> but yeah, guys, I actually Giles totally hijacked my question because I I, I never told, <laughs> I never told him I wanted to talk about tweeters, and then once I saw your guys' tweeters, I'm like, I'm a huge ribbon tweeter fanatic i love oh, the way mm. i love the warmth of a, of a ribbon tweeter like when i heard first ribbon tweeters i heard were, were on a little martin logan setup right and i compared it to uh, to other stuff that was going on i'm like i really like the highs on a ribbon tweeter i don't know what it is it's just in my <laughs> ears it just sounds it sounds pleasing to the ear it doesn't sound too like too crisp to where it hurts your ears but it doesn't Natural, you know it right? warm sound and I mean, the pricing on these tweeters are super reasonable, especially for, you know, what they're what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm excited. I, I'd like, I would love to hear one one day and, and see what that. And of course, I would love to hear the voice of God because that <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> super tweeter on your center channel will get you. I've never heard. So how do we get a super tweeter built in to a Varus? Oh, Come on, you yeah. got to do it, right? Yeah, you good. are you are lot. not the first to ask. Um, you know, we're we've got some things in in the line for this year that isn't one of them. Doesn't mean it couldn't be, but sure. Yeah, I, it is interesting. In fact, I've been meaning to disconnect the Varus tweeter and just run the ribbon tweeter on top and see how it sounds. Oh, dude, um, I, I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> that that's got to be hot because so like so Mike we talk we talk about tweeters all the time I know it's weird but uh, <laughs> but ribbons are amazing so I've got two favorites I love ribbons okay. and then outside of ribbon you know a super hard like beryllium kind of tweeter that's my other kind of go to uh, uh. you know you see that stuff like in Focal and, and that kind of stuff but I would oh man yeah if you could integrate your ribbon tweeter in with one of your product lines even just jam one of them into like your bookcase speaker that <laughs> man oh, you're talking my language okay I'll say, I'll say this there's nothing wrong with a nice silk dumb tweeter i dude mm. you can make that sound great but yeah go into the ribbon tweeter i i, I gotta agree with giles 100 percent. if you can integrate that into any of your offerings you know i would totally geek out on that we would nice. be so happy but um, yeah, I'm excited to, to hear. I want to hear those Bluetooth speakers. I'll probably, probably order me a pair here soon and, and maybe do a review on my channel and or J, uh, Charles probably do the same. And, you know, it, it, it just it looks like you guys have a, a good setup. How long have you guys been, by the way? So Aperion actually started back in 1999. Uh, so okay. you guys don't have a party like it's. Yeah. 1990. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we just came up on our 20 year. <laughs> maybe the party was the inspiration for the company. Oh, maybe, maybe the speakers right. at the party were so bad. They so were like, yeah. We, we got to like, do this. We got to do this. Right. Yeah. So from a retail channel point of view, so when people want to buy your stuff, are you guys only a direct seller? Do you swim in the channel through distribution at all? How, how do people pick you up? I mean, what's, what's the, the, procurement process yeah um so primarily we started as internet based um so direct to consumer 
Um, so no distribution, any of that stuff. As of recently, we actually do have distribution in Europe as well as Australia. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, so in Europe, you're going to look at uh, Hi-Fi Pilot. And then in Australia, you're going to look at Elite Electronics. Right on. And, cool. I like Elite Electronics. That's nice. I like yeah. <laughs> electronics. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So um, we do we do have some things in the works. You know, we're obviously looking to grow the brand. At this point, we've got plenty of product line to back that up. We haven't, you know, on this podcast talked about the architectural or install style speakers, but we do have those as well. So yeah, we're definitely always we're looking to grow, get more distribution channels. Um, you know, with the way that retail goes these days, everything is internet based anyways. So, you know, you look at Amazon, I mean, I, I shop on Amazon primarily because I don't want to go out in public. Like <laughs> I'm just an introvert, you know, <laughs> yeah, e- even before all the current woes that we're oh, having. Yeah, exactly. I'm the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah I'm the same. <laughs> so yeah, as far as uh, procurement of our product, uh, <laughs> how do you buy it? Yeah, direct from our website, appearingaudio.com. You can also find our product listed on Amazon. Currently, yeah. the super tweeters are available as FBA. So if you want that super quick two-day shipping, well, actually, I'm not sure given the current status. Yeah, well, it, things are weird now, but yeah, normally. Exactly. Yeah. that up to Amazon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> aside from that, we do all of the fulfillment throughout the U.S., uh, Canada, and Mexico. And that's Ooh. all done directly. Meaning, meaning personally, you guys do the fulfillment? Yes. Like Dallas and Colin are in the back room, you know, with tape guns and boxes. Yeah. And you're like, we're oh, shooting yeah. it. We're doing it. Yep. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like cool it. Service, man. And you call us and, uh, you know, talk to us about speakers or place an order or anything. You're going to get a real person on the phone right away. Exactly. Every single time. That's yep. cool. And and right. you guys are a USA company, right? So you were founded yeah. here and all, the whole deal, right? Exactly. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, we're reaching that point where we're running out of time here, but I will oh. definitely, I definitely want you guys back on the show. You guys are super cool. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show, taking the time to talk to us. We always love learning new things about, you know, new products, stuff like that, especially new companies. I love smaller companies because I feel like they put a lot more into the product, you know what I'm saying? Like, rather than the mass produced stuff. But yeah, I, I'm totally excited to try this stuff out. You got your offerings look incredible. Uh, you guys are doing a great job and I definitely look forward to having you guys back on the show soon. Excellent. Yeah, um, we appreciate being here. It's, you know, I'm glad we were able to connect. It was- uh, Absolutely. Yeah, thank uh, you so much. It was by way okay. of, uh, we searched our spam folder and our Facebook <laughs> messages and Giles's message was in there. And I'm like- I'm like six up? months ago or something. Why didn't yeah. we call this guy yet? <laughs> so I'm super glad we got to connect. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I put Giles in my spam folder too. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, yeah, and I call him and he's all like, no- not doing it. No, no. <laughs> block <laughs> spam. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much I, for joining us. As, as I've said before, Tuesdays and Thursdays is when we drop our videos. Look out for new content every week. And we're going to have this appearing show coming out soon. So we'll definitely uh, see you guys soon. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, awesome. totally. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Perfect.